Hello, SDCast listeners. My name is Christine Tang. In this podcast, I will interview someone in the System Dynamics, SD, or Systems Thinking, ST, community. This series is called, What is Your Story? This is episode two, titled, What is Your Story? Saeed Lingarudi. Saeed Lingarudi is a research assistant professor at New Mexico State University. He earned his PhD in system dynamics and economics from WPI. He builds ecological economics and natural resources management models for the New Mexico Water Resources Research Institute. Thank you for joining us today, Saeed. Thank you very much for having me. When and how did you discover system dynamics? The first time I heard about system dynamics was, I think, about 14 years ago when I was a master's student at Esfahan University of Technology in Iran. I took a course which was called Dynamic Systems. This was actually a misnomer due to bad translation from English to Farsi. This mistake is actually very common among native English speakers too. Many people think that the term dynamics is the plural of the term dynamic, which is wrong. The S at the end of the word dynamics refers to sciences. So the term system dynamics means the science or study of dynamic phenomena from a systems perspective. In fact, the term system is an adjective here, not a noun. And yes, that was the first time I heard and learned about system dynamics. The course was taught by Professor Nader Shetab, who later became my thesis advisor. What was the first model you encountered? The first model I encountered was an insurgency management model which was developed by Ed Anderson. The model tells the story of Anglo-Irish civil conflicts. I was so fascinated that using system dynamics could apply mathematical models and numerical simulation to such soft problems. After all these years, I think that model is still one of my favorites. Maybe it's nostalgia. I don't know. But yeah, that's the first model I encountered. What was the first model you've built? The first model, I assume, um, your question, I mean, that's also for the previous question. I assume that you are asking about system dynamics models, right? Or computer simulation models in general, because we all create models from early ages, different models. Anyway, so... I also assume that you're asking about the first model that I built on my own, right? Because we all make models as, you know, exercises, practices, this kind of things. But I don't think that should count. So the first model that I built on my own was an extension to Professor Ali Mashaikhi's dissertation model. The original model was to investigate Iran's strategy of economic development based on oil resources, oil money, basically. I decided to use the model for my master's thesis 
because they wanted to analyze Iran's energy economy policies. The original model, however, lacked a detailed energy production and trade module, which kind of limited its policy space. So I wanted to develop a model to fill this gap, basically. I chose this model because at the time, it was the only serious system dynamics model available for the case of Iran. So basically, I had no other choice. <laughs> it was both good and bad. It was good because I didn't have to review so many different models. It was bad because the model was written in Dynamo, which was obsolete at that time. So I called Professor Mashaikhi to see if he had the model in a modern format, like Vensim or Stella. At that time, actually, I had only I think software, not Stella. But anyway, he did not have the model. So I had to create or basically recreate the whole model from scratch in a modern software using Dynamo codes that were available from the appendix of the dissertation. It was not actually very difficult for me because I had to learn system dynamics from George Richardson's book, Introduction to System Dynamics Using Dynamo. Also in our system dynamics class at Swan University of Technology, we had to write Dynamo codes using pen and paper. <laughs> and that was in 2000, I guess, seven. Anyway, I recreated the model in both iThink and Vensim. Then I added a detailed oil and gas production and trade sectors to it. These new sectors expanded the energy policy space of the original model. And okay, I think I'm talking too much. That was basically my first system dynamics model. No, it's okay. These interviews are for talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So speaking of Dynamo and equations, do you think because you learn Dynamo first and you learn how to write equations, that makes you a better modeler? And I know you have a very controversial opinion, well, not controversial, but what are your thoughts on using software versus learning oh. from equations? <laughs> I threw in that question. Rafit wanted me to ask you that in this interview, actually. <laughs> so that's a, that's a very interesting question. So, so I believe that system dynamics should develop this skill. I mean, programming is, is a necessity for modelers dynamic simul simulation models anyway, system dynamics agent base. I mean, those who are doing this should have this skill. Otherwise, they will not be able to understand what's really going on under the hood. So, and yeah, to, to your previous question, I think that using Dynamo codes and using program codes to learn system dynamics using, using pen and paper and doing a lot of mental simulation exercises made me a better modeler. I cannot say that I'm an excellent modeler, but that helped me a lot to become a better modeler. But yeah, I can tell you more about my philosophy later if you want. <laughs>
regarding the software. We plan to have a CLM about this and invite Kareem and invite other people who develop oh, yeah. the software. <laughs> it will be a showdown. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> the time that was talking about IC systems new features, I was actually very tempted to jump in and then ask these hard questions. But I realized that everybody was cheering and was very excited about that. So I didn't want to, you know, change the mood at that time. So, but yeah, I think that's a very serious conversation that we need to have in our community and society. We'll see. What are you currently working on? The biggest projects that I'm working on include both modeling and also exploratory uh, research. One area that I'm working on is the complexity of dynamic interactions between water and agriculture. The current trend of agriculture in arid and semi-arid regions is not really sustainable. That's actually a global trend. We are either depleting our natural resources or seeing the agricultural communities get older and older and eventually disappear. I'm trying to figure out how we can sustain, create a balance between agriculture and ecology. So that is basically the main area that I'm working in. A closely related topic that I'm working on is the dynamics of information perception, the complexity in agriculture and ecology interactions arises from you know, complexity in natural systems, in human decisions and the interplay between them. We already know a good deal of natural rules, physical rules and relationships. So that's not a problem, but our lack of knowledge basically is in the area of decision-making and how these are connected to the natural systems. My research is focused on the dynamics of decision-making. For example, how humans measure something then report it, perceive it, and act upon it. In my opinion, uh, our models are too general, basically, to represent these relationships. We need more accuracy. I would like to see if greater accuracy in modeling such phenomena could improve our understanding of the system's complexity and whether it can lead to better policies or not. What wisdom do you have for students, those new to system dynamics or systems thinking? So I, ha- I think I have to enter that discussion <laughs> that I was trying to avoid. First of all, I believe that I'm too young to give any word of wisdom. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like I mean, when we talk about wisdom, it sounds like that you are too old. <laughs> so... <laughs> Again, share some, some of my ideas, not perhaps a wisdom uh, regarding system dynamics. And that is basically that idea of developing, overdeveloping basically software. As I said before, I think we system dynamicists and those who do modeling and dynamic simulation should develop a good understanding of mathematics and computer programming especially. We need to you know, understand the basic math behind numerical integration, difference equations or integrals. That's something that 
I have discovered through courses that I teach, I realize that the students are really struggling to understand what's going on. Some of them, of course, not all of them, mainly because they do not have a good understanding of integration and basics of computer programming, these kind of things. So from this point of view, I kind of disagree with the idea of, oh, that is kind of like a big word, but I really disagree with the idea of making systemonomics accessible to all. I know that many people, many big names actually believe in that. They want to make systemonomics more accessible to all. But it kind of like, that that's really scares me. <laughs> to me, it's, it is like to say that let's make everybody to become a physician and then go and cure people. That's, uh, that's very scary. And the current software development, I think, is going into this direction. I believe that system dynamic software have developed too far. Um, and that could be a double-edged sword. These advancements have had profound impact on accessibility of modeling, which was the original idea that I disagree with. The modeling tools are now available to a very broad range of students, scholars, and practitioners. They have helped us to build models faster, but that, that is actually the problem. That is the other side of the coin. And the quality of the models that potentially suffer from this hasty modeling. I call that hasty modeling. You know, the ability to develop models faster makes us to pay less attention to the accuracy of our assumptions. Uh, we also pay less attention to the meaning or interpretation of the simulation results. To me, it is like the difference between speaking and writing. When we talk, we pay less attention to the meaning of what we are saying compared to when we write. When we write, we think more deeply about the ideas that we want to communicate because we have more time to think about those things. So naturally, writing is more accurate than speaking because it is a slower. So I advocate the idea of a slow modeling versus hasty modeling. But these are just my personal views, which may be totally wrong. <laughs> I'm thinking actually about this idea that test some of these hypotheses. So Maybe we could actually test some of these hypotheses and see if we can find evidence for these claims that I'm making here. But yeah, that's it. You're actually not the first person I've heard to compare system dynamics to physicians. The first person I heard to do that is Jay Forrester in his Forrester seminar series, talking about how system dynamics should be like a profession and you go through studying biology to going through med school to going through an internship and training with someone who is an expert yeah that's probably where i hear that the first time so i think i adopted this thinking from those seminars i've also heard talks about possibly doing a certification type program and maybe having people to recertify but that'd be painful but that's what they do for positions and, that, and that's what WPI was doing, right? Giving certificates of system dynamics, if I'm not wrong. 
Yes. I don't know if they still do that or not, but they were doing that. Yes, we have a certificate program at WPI. You take five courses. Okay, so the last question. Do you have any fun or funny system dynamics or systems thinking stories that you're willing to share? Oh, that's the most difficult question. I think you should ask this from Rafit or Tim. <laughs> they, they, they are experts in, you know, in telling funniest stories. Stories, that What I find funny is that for a long time, my family did not believe that system economics modeling was a serious work <laughs> or profession. And that's thanks to the fun user interface of system economics software, especially I think and Stella. I remember that the first time I was developing a serious model was for my master's thesis, as I described. I was very close to defending my thesis. And I had to work on my model to get all the results and finish the writing. At that time, we had, I think, version 4, which really looked like a computer game at that time. So I'm talking about 2008-2009, and graphical interfaces for simulation modeling were not so common. I mean, those kind of like graphics were not so common in the software that we used by the time. That was around the time of Iranian New Year, and I was in Esfahan. Um, I was living with my sister and her family. For the holidays, they wanted to go to North, where our parents and other relatives live. They, they asked me to go with them, naturally, but they refused because they had, you know, a lot of work and I had to finish my thesis. And I told them that, you know, I could not go because, because of my thesis. Then my nephew cried, Said is lying, he's not busy with work, he's always playing games on his laptop. Yes. He was referring to that software, I mean, I think. He, he was thinking that I was always playing. They actually believed him. <laughs> he thought that I was really playing and not working. That was a long time ago, but the story is still, I think, relevant today. My wife, Massa, always jokes about this. She says that you are just playing, <laughs> you are not working. Creating cobweb <laughs> on the screen. So anyway, it's not perhaps really funny, but it's coming from a person who is not really funny. So that's not surprising. I think people are funny in different ways. Sometimes we're just situationally funny. I think we tend to laugh a lot when we hang out together, so. <laughs> Hello, SDCast listeners. Sorry for the abrupt end to the interview. I cut the rest of the dialogue because we were chatting and joking about random non-system dynamics things like the Big Bang Theory and Sheldon Cooper's Bazinga catchphrase. Anyway, I would also like to acknowledge that Saeed Lingrudi and Rafat Zaini started the WPI Collective Learning Meetings, CLMs, as a safe weekly meeting place for people to present their work in progress and obtain feedback from peers. Most WPI system dynamics collective learning meetings are open to the public. 
Raffet also suggested that I share the poems that I write about SD Caskess. Here is a poem I wrote about Said. Dr. Said L. Time will tell, says Said L, about software advances that creates chances for many. However, haste makes waste. Slow is better. Carefully construct your equations in code, especially your reference mode. Make sure you check your math and the labels on your graph. Thank you for listening to SDCast. Please subscribe to SDCast to hear more stories. Email me, ctang at wpi.edu, if you would like to be on SDCast or recommend someone. See links below for the WPI SD social media accounts.